Hi, welcome to episode 582 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and you know what? Dropping bombs does make you more popular. I've dropped 581 of them, and I'm the most beloved podcaster in the world. Don't tell me otherwise. In every episode of the Fantastic Forecast, I'll be talking about a different issue of the Fantastic Four, starting with issue 1 and going all the way to issue 645. Today is Fantastic Four 582 from October 2010. Because of all these things I've done, by Jonathan Hickman and Neil Edwards. So we start with a recap of last issue to catch us up on the Nathaniel Richards Hunger Games where every Nathaniel Richards in the multiverse was plopped down in the same reality and forced to hunt down and kill each other until there was only one left. We see one Nathaniel Richards getting killed. He's got that thing on his eye like the Nathaniel Richards that we've seen so many times before in the past in this book. So we come down to the last two Nathaniel Richardses at the fortress in Chronopolis. One of them has recruited the help of a college-aged Reed, Ben, and Victor Von Doom, who I think I'm going to start calling VVD because that sounds like the coolest initials ever. VVD. Who in college has his own green-cloaked Doctor Doom-style armor, which I don't really care for, it's kind of a bit of a retcon there that he's wearing something like that. So anyway, the younger VVD is working with Reed and Ben, who is in a thing-sized uh, exoskeleton. And the other Nathaniel Richards, I guess I'll call him the evil Nathaniel Richards for no reason, he creates this weapon out of thin air which looks like a flaming baseball bat. So Ben is in his robot suit, he steps forward and he says, I got this. I'm surprised he doesn't say clobberin', it's clobberin' time. But evil Nathaniel swats Ben away with his big baseball bat. Then good Nathaniel has these purple dildos on his shoulders and they fire off these energy blasts at the evil Nathaniel who swings his baseball bat around and blocks the blast. Oh, and I just noticed that this evil Nathaniel is wearing a white and black outfit which is very ugly but it's similar to the ugly black and white outfits the FF will soon be wearing. And then the evil Nathaniel summons up some help, a group called the Anachronauts. This should be interesting. Considering that an anachronism is something from one time period that exists in another time period where it shouldn't exist, for example, a racist, fascist president of the United States in the year 2017 would be anachronistic. This group has a dinosaur man, a Roman knight creature, a pirate creature, and some dude who looks like Machismo. I guess he's supposed to be a barbarian. From the Hyperion Age? Good Nathaniel panics and says that Reed and the others should run. But Reed, Ben, and VVD have an easy time defending the defeating the Anachronauts. Doom even makes one pirate guy's head explode in a blast of blood and eyeballs, which is pretty cool. Evil Nathaniel is about to take out good Nathaniel with his flaming baseball bat, but Doom touches a button on his metal mask and he ends up getting swatted by evil Nathaniel. Ben jumps in and evil Nate cracks his exoskeleton. Reed takes a turn and uses his laser blaster weapon to shoot evil Nate's hand off. He pretends to be in pain. I don't know why you have to pretend. 
and he gets close to Reed, and he knocks him unconscious. He goes back over to Goodnate, puts his foot on his chest, and asks, Would you like to beg for your life? Go to hell, the other Nathaniel replies. But before he can do anything, Young Doom comes over and bashes Evil Nate in the back, knocking him down. He gives a flaming baseball bat to Good Nathaniel, who tells him to end it. But he can't bring himself to kill anybody, not even his evil twin from another uh, reality. So Doom takes the bat and hits a home run by uh, killing the evil Nathaniel with it. Vic tells Reed to remember how Doom saved him. Remember who set him free. Remember Doom, he says. Considering this, that this event has never been mentioned before in the previous 580 issues, I don't think Reed remembered. So later, they head back to Reed's dorm room, and he's saying goodbye to his father. And Reed asks if he'll see him again, and his father replies, I hope so, Reed. So I guess these really are the Reed and Nathaniel from the actual Marvel timeline? which I'm having a hard time buying, Papa Richards disappears through a portal, leaving Reed alone, looking sad and dejected. Back in the present, Sue is having tea with Valeria from the future in a room that is inexplicably lit with a very blue light. The entire page is colored blue. I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. If it's colored red, that would be some kind of alarm light. If it was yellow, I would think the sun was coming up. But what does it mean that the entire room is blue and everything in the room is blue? It looks very, very cold. I don't know what the hell is going on. So Sue asked Valeria and Franklin how come they've been traveling back to the past. Valeria says they haven't been happy with the way things turned out, so they've tried, they're trying to prepare their younger selves for the future. You know, if I had a time machine, I'd travel back to the year 2010 as well and prepare my younger self for the future. And first of all, I'd say to myself, you know that Fantastic Four podcast you were thinking about doing? Don't do it! Do a podcast on Guardians of the Galaxy instead. You'll be surprised that in seven years, Marvel will be publishing like half a dozen Guardians of the Galaxy comic books every month, and the number of Fantastic Four comic books? Zero! No one's going to care about your Fantastic Four podcast in the year 2017. So Nathaniel arrives back in this collapsed space-time place and rejoins adult Franklin and tells him that his mission was a success and that he's the last... Nathaniel Richards left. Franklin says, perfect, but then collapses the ground under Nathaniel's feet and Nathaniel starts to fall but grabs the edge and asks, Franklin, what are you doing? He says he's not able to use his time travel powers and Franklin tells him, reality is what I make it, grandfather, and right now I don't want you jumping around. So I'm denying your ability to use the part of your brain that controls your powers. He goes on to say that something significant was gained and he and Val don't want to see it wasted. He tries to kick Nathaniel through that hole in space-time, but Nathaniel says that if he falls, 
He won't be able to control where he lands in time. He could end up anywhere. Nathaniel points out that he's the only Nathaniel Richards left and that maybe he can't be erased from space-time now. So he can probably survive the revision wave, whatever that is. Franklin says, there's no guarantee of that. Back in the blue room with Sue and Val, Val explains everything. And I'll just quote her. After the last war, when all reality has collapsed into a single time stream, and the heat death of everything is imminent, there's a white space where your son is sits waiting for the new future we have created to overtake him. There, post-collapse, he acts as an anchor for the changes he has made, and when I return to him, I will serve that very same function regarding mine. We cement, we cement this new future we have created with sacrifice. Mother and Franklin and I will die doing this. So there, it's a very simple explanation for everything that's going on. You know what? There has to be a better way to show what's going on than have one short expositional speech by Valeria that makes no sense. This storyline is a mess. You've got the young versions of some characters and older versions of other characters. You've got some weird space-time continuum bullshit and nothing makes sense. This is terrible. And this version of Nathaniel is quite different from previous versions that we've seen. And we've seen an older Franklin Richards so many times before. Do we really need to see another version of the older Franklin Richards? I don't think so. For some reason, Sue seems to understand what, what Valeria just told her. Or maybe she doesn't, I don't know. She did say that uh, she, Franklin, and Sue will die, so you can imagine that Sue's not happy with whatever it is. Sue says Valeria is just like her father, thinking that she can solve everything. Valeria says that it was Franklin's idea. Yeah, sure, throw him under the bus. Back with Franklin and uh, Nathaniel, Franklin points out that uh, by killing all the Nathaniels, he's made every Reed Richards in the multiverse an orphan, and every boy deserves a father, suggesting that there's a galaxy of screwed up Reed Richardses out there. Does this go back to that council of Reed Richardses from every timeline? Is that why they were all willing to desert their families, but our Reed Richards wasn't? And is this Franklin from another timeline whose father did go off, desert him, and join that uh, council of Reed Richardses? Whatever, he kicks Nathaniel, and Nathaniel goes falling down into that uh, hole of space and time. Back with Sue, she begs Valeria not to do this, but she says time is up and tells Sue that things are going to be crappy and only she can hold everyone together. I thought she said that Sue died. How is she going to hold everyone together? Valeria starts to teleport away, and for some reason, the room fills up with white light. Val gives Sue more advice about never giving up. And if she thinks about giving up, look into the sky and remember the price that was paid. Back in that place called Terminal Space Time, Valeria rejoins her brother, who's having a hard time keeping things together. He says, The pressure is collapsing the pocket, and the new future is still 250 years away. This isn't going to work. 
And then, things seem to collapse on them. The trees around them are uprooted. Valeria and Franklin say they think that Nathaniel has won. Whatever that means. I don't know. Valeria suggests that Franklin try to tunnel so they can stay alive. And the ground they're standing on gets smaller and smaller and smaller, and the wave of time or space or whatever it is crashes the ground around them, and they jump. And do they live? Do they die? Do I care? Not really. Adult Franklin, adult Valeria, I don't give a flip. That's one of my least favorite comic book tropes of all time, by the way. The child of the superhero coming back as an adult from the future, like Franklin and Valeria. Or Rachel and Cable in X-Men. Or Gwen Stacy and Norman Osborn's kids. Oh, that was really galling. So that's it for now. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, Dave Elliott at podcastff. And you can download other episodes at iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over.